At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. This is VEASAN Morning Daily Bets getting you set for a very busy Wednesday, December 20th of sports betting action. I'm Ben Wilson in for Josh Applebaum today. No football today, unfortunately. Not sure why we don't have any college football in the week leading up to the Christmas holiday. However, there's a lot of great college basketball as well as a very interesting Western Conference NBA matchup for tonight. So let's get right into it, starting with the two biggest games of the night in the college hoop slate. We'll also dive into our best game we have on the card in the NBA with the Clippers and Dallas Mavericks. But two pretty good neutral site games tonight between a couple different top 25 team matchups. Duke and Baylor is up first. They play in the Sentinel One Classic at Madison Square Garden in New York. Duke opening a one-point favorite bet out to minus two across the board while the under is getting some money in the overnight hours 157 and a half the opening total down to 155 duke after a very rough spell in the non-con losses at arkansas and georgia tech georgia tech just 128th in overall ken pomeroy ratings they have won back-to-back games albeit at home against charlotte and hofstra not exactly anything to write home about while baylor is off its first loss of the year bears come in nine and one we're absolutely blasted 88 64 to Michigan State that was a pseudo neutral site game basically a Michigan State home game in Detroit over the weekend Baylor closed a three-point favorite in that one turned the ball over 21 times leading to 29 Michigan State Spartan points as a result of that I fully expect Baylor to bounce back in this spot it's why I would look to take two with Baylor or better yet play a team total over 76 and a half This is a Baylor team that was averaging over 91 points a game before that disaster in the last outing against Michigan State. Baylor with the best three-point shooting team in the country, fifth in overall effective field goal percentage. This is a perfect bounce-back spot against a Duke defense where that side of the ball is certainly its weakness on the season, 33rd in overall defensive efficiency versus ninth on offense. And Duke gives up a lot of good looks from both two- and three-point range. 164th in two-point defense, 133 on three-point defense this season. I just wonder how Duke slows down the unbelievable backcourt with guard Ray J. Dennis, the transfer from Toledo, Mac player of the year a season ago. The dude is so efficient. Over 50% from the field on the year, 46% from three. Has been one of a couple really good big-time transfers coming in for head coach Scott Drew. You also have an outstanding freshman, Ives Misi, in the middle, seven-footer, one of the best in the country at blocks, almost a 10% block rate. He matches up really well against the Duke Blue Devils seven-footer of their own 
in Kyle Filipowski. So good matchup for Baylor to get back onto the horse. So much of college basketball handicapping, especially this time of the year and going into the conference slate, it's situational and motivational, along with specific matchups that lean in the favor of Team A over Team B. Uh, Baylor really has a good situational spot here where you have the motivation coming off a 24-point embarrassing loss to Michigan State. They were out-rebounded badly despite being the bigger, more physical team in general against Michigan State. And with a veteran coach like Scott Drew at the helm, you know Baylor is going to respond. So I'm a bit surprised to see Duke get some love here. There is always that sentiment, though. Betters remembering what they saw last, and they just watched Baylor over the weekend get crushed by a Michigan State team that has been very disappointing this year. If you hold out, I wouldn't bet this yet. See if this gets to two and a half, maybe even three on Duke. I'm not sure if it will, but if it does, that's where I would look to pounce on the Baylor Bears. Team total, a good angle as well. Expect that to open around 76 and a half. I fully expect Baylor, fourth best offensive efficiency team in the country, to put up 80 in this game. That'll be pick number one. It's not the only top 25 neutral site matchup. The other is what you would call kind of a semi-home game for the Arizona Wildcats. They're playing at the Footprint Center, downtown Phoenix, a couple hours away from Arizona's campus in Tucson, as Arizona takes on Alabama. Good early season matchup with Arizona getting the early overnight money, and that's not too much of a surprise considering the Wildcats' dominance this year. Arizona from 6.5 out to 7.5-point favorites. Believe it or not, this total opened 175.5, which... When you look at how the two teams have played this year, isn't all that surprising. There's a lot of offense, fast tempos. In the case of Alabama, not a ton of defense. However, betters early on, at least with low limits, thought, okay, that's an insane number. We'll bet this thing to the under. Uh, hey, I more, more power to you if you're willing to jump in front of the train. I get that it's a super high total, but I know I certainly would not be looking at an under. We are down a couple points, though, to 173.5. Arizona coming off a loss. They played a pseudo home game, not a true road game, but that pseudo uh, home game for Purdue over the weekend in Indianapolis, Arizona losing 92-84, their first loss of the year. After getting a lot of the respected support, Arizona actually saw themselves in a flip of favorites role from one-point dogs to one-point favorites, but got off to a really slow start, down 11 at the half, and ultimately against Purdue, uh, just could not get enough stops on the defensive end. I like the bounce-back potential, though, for Arizona. I'm looking for a quick start out of the Wildcats against an Alabama team that has been horrific on the defensive end. Arizona matches up super well when they have the ball on offense, sixth in offensive efficiency. Alabama can't stop anybody with a pulse. I mean, I could put up 20 at night on Alabama. This tied defense, 105 in overall efficiency on the season, outside the top 200 in both two-point and three-point defense. That's a problem when you have four of five starters for Arizona who hit at over 54% from two-point range and have a dead-eye three-point shooter to round out that starting five in Kylan Boswell, who's at 48%, especially in a bounce-back spot like this for Arizona, who I came away really impressed long-term with how the Wildcats played against Purdue, just couldn't get enough stops down the stretch. Great opportunity for Arizona to come back close to home and face a paper tiger-type team in Alabama who is 0-4 against top 30 teams in the country so far and do not do anything to try to stop you on the defensive end. My look would be that early play. First half for Arizona, either four or four and a half, waiting for those to widely populate the market. That's where I guess those will be to start. Wouldn't shock me, though, to see more money come in on Arizona, see this get out to more like five. Another suggestion, and I'm usually not someone who's going to give out shorter shots, 
for NCAA tournament purposes. But keep in mind that the way the tournament works, just seating from a seating standpoint, and the regions are that you have to be considerate of which teams are in which parts of the country among the elites in college basketball. It's really not a Western region this year that is all that dynamic. As I'm as I'm recording here tonight, you have Arizona, the only team right now by a pretty good margin in the top 10. Gonzaga, while still in the top 15, has had its struggles. BYU is actually the third best team by the rankings who's come out of nowhere and actually had a really good start to the year. As I record tonight, it's a few hours after UCLA just lost outright to Cal State. Northridge is a 17.5 point home favorite. Down year for a very young team led by head coach Mick Cronin. So my point being, Arizona by far has the fast track to the number one seed in the West region and is going to have a very favorable draw in that. Right now at DraftKings, they are plus 340. Arizona is to make the final four. I don't expect a ton of movement on that, at least in the interim, but it's one of those things where if Arizona keeps playing to their potential and get off, gets off to Pac-12 play well, I have a feeling you'll see that number drop. And by the time we get to selection Sunday, that's a number that's more in the two to one, maybe even a sub two to one range could get, depending on the strength of that pod they're in, even lower. So a good time to invest futures wise in Arizona, even if you don't want to maybe play with them as a short shot to win it all, just to make the final four, win their region plus 340, very intriguing price on Arizona and Alabama. They've got all the looks of that that classic flashy team that without any defense is ripe for the upset once we get to the tournament. Not to say this you know, season is guaranteed to be that way for Alabama. I just haven't liked what I've seen, especially against really good teams this year for the Crimson Tide. Let's wrap up the show. Go to the NBA, a matchup of 16 and 10 Western Conference teams, but going in opposite directions. The LA Clippers, eight wins in a row, nine wins in their last 10 against the Dallas Mavericks, who have lost two of three, struggling for consistency without Kyrie Irving, who has already been confirmed. He'll be out for tonight's game at home against the Clippers. L.A. opens a a three-and-a-half-point road favorite. Most of the movement here coming on to the total, open 240-and-a-half. This is definitely trending down, 239-and-a-half consensus. DraftKings is actually the market low, all the way down to 238-and-a-half there, with Kyrie Irving as well as Maxi Kleba, Derek Lively already confirmed out for Dallas, one thing you want to watch out for, Paul George, questionable with an illness for the L.A. Clippers. It's it's really telling, though, how the market ratings reflect a third matchup of the year between the Clips and Mavericks. Because each of the first two, it was Dallas minus one at home back in November, right after the Clippers had just gotten James Harden in that blockbuster trade from Philly. Dallas won going away, 144-126. That dropped the Clips to 0-3 with Harden. Then when the two teams met in... LA at Crypto.com Arena a couple weeks later, Clippers are one and a half point favorites, suggesting these are, and now again, I should say those both were with Kyrie Irving in for Dallas, but market ratings would suggest about even on a neutral floor for both of these two teams based on the power ratings. Boy, has that flipped in this latest stretch, and you're now seeing the Clippers up to three and a half point favorites. Everything about LA and what they're doing recently points to a lot of validity and things I can buy into after all. That's why they went out and signed a guy and, and traded for a guy in James Harden who is coming off his best game as a Clipper, 35 points, 21, a career high for him in the fourth quarter alone in a pull-away win over Indiana in the last game. Clippers' number one offense in the league in offensive rating over the last 10 games and also have improved on the defensive end, 11th in defense, second overall in that span. My only hesitation is just 
this is now getting to a point where, and because of all this recent success, Clippers are very uh, popular public team with three superstars anchoring the lineup. You're now paying a pretty penny and a big premium now on the Clippers at three and a half. Do I think the Clippers are in a great spot to extend this winning streak, win the game? I do, but out, out to three and a half, it's just not one I'm super interested in. Uh, and I, I'd maybe take a look to it. You know, some of the props, they aren't going to be up yet, especially because as we're recording here, we don't know the status of Paul George, but it'll be interesting to see how this is a Clipper team that has the ability, right, with a Harden, a Paul George, a Kawhi Leonard. They can use all of those options on any given night. Harden was the guy who went off last. Do we see somebody else? Do we see a big Kawhi Leonard night against a Dallas team that is continuing to find some inconsistencies? And Dallas around middle of the pack right now in both offensive, defensive rating, but you know, with no Kyrie Irving to help spread the wealth on offense along with star Luka Doncic, you're seeing some lapses on the defensive end at times from Dallas. Now, while this is in American Airlines Arena in Dallas, I still certainly give the edge to the Clippers. Uh, just don't want to pay an absolute premium here. Buying high is not uh, one of those long-term strategies for success when we talk about day-to-day sports betting, especially with question marks about George and if he will play on an illness front for the LA Clippers. So a pass for me. But I don't blame you if you wanted to maybe throw the L.A. Clippers, say, in a, you know, a two-team money line parlay if you find a good dance partner with the Clippers. Uh, going to be uh, trending, at least on that general money line thought. Uh, Clippers going to be near minus 200, as we see right now. Some good games for your Wednesday card. We'll have more football coming up tomorrow. Josh Applebaum back on the podcast. We'll have you covered for college football as well as Week 16 getting underway in the NFL. So best of luck on all of your Wednesday bets. I'm Ben Wilson saying so long on this latest edition of VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.